So I thought I'll go and have another look at some before and afters and see, you know, see if that'll help me make up my mind. And I was fumbling around the website and couldn't quite find what Kim showed me in her rooms and then some photos popped up and I kind of cringed and thought and in my head was like, oh, that poor chick. And then I've looked and gone, oh my God, that's me. Hey Revamp, my name's Kate and welcome back to Keeping It Real, the podcast giving a peek into the patient side of plastic surgery. Today, I am joined by an absolutely delightful human and re-girl, Kristen, who came to see us initially just for a breast reduction, but eventually decided to also get an abdominoplasty. After major surgery for Crohn's disease, two cesareans, as well as currently suffering adhesive capsulitis, Kristen just wanted surgery to help mitigate the daily pain. We're going to discuss her medical journey so far, what recovery was like, and if there is anything she would have done differently in hindsight. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I guess we'll just start at the beginning. What surgery did you have done with us? So I had a breast reduction and the my tummy done with muscle repair. Um, I had a hernia removed and lots of scarring tidied up um, from previous Whole surgeries. Kit and caboodle. Yeah, it wasn't the plan. It was yeah. the plan was just for the for the breast reduction. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I came in for the consult with Kim and sort of talked about my previous medical history and so forth, it came up that I um, had had surgery when I was 20 for Crohn's disease, actually um, had a uh, burst abscess and a perforated bowel and Crohn's disease. I had emergency surgery, which um, was straight down the centre of my stomach vertically yeah um and then had a temporary ileostomy bag for three months and then had surgery to reverse all of that um and over time the my stomach um was really tight um where the scar was and then it was sort of ballooning to the other side um and I said to Kim oh and I've got this um a funny belly button can you have a look at that and where the ileostomy was it sort of poked out and I said could you have a look at that and she took one look at my belly button and said um that's actually a hernia it's not a funny (laughs) belly button (laughs) so yeah you do need to get that fixed um and then yeah with the um with the pouch out the side um she said Gave me two options, basically. So one was to just do a little bit of lipo, which would get the stomach a little bit more symmetric, um, but it wouldn't change my core strength or or the muscles at all. So, yeah, that was the the other option. Yeah, right. So I was like, you can. Wouldn't be good. Yeah. You can do this other one. Yeah. Right. What was that kind of choice? Was it... So I had sort of three choices, basically. Just the breast reduction, which I was totally ready for, committed, you know absolutely sure that's what I wanted to do and it was just sort of a throwaway that um, I inquired about the stomach because I've I work um, around a lot of women and over the years uh, women have mentioned that they know people that have had the surgery and that Mm. sometimes the stomach is more prominent after the breasts are smaller oh yeah Um, and I sort of had that in the back of my mind thinking I don't want to make you know get my breasts to a you know a smaller size and then not be able to wear the clothes that I want to wear because my stomach's still sticking out and I feel like I'm looking six months pregnant still yeah right so I asked the question and then got the two options and was a bit sort of overwhelmed Mm. at that point thinking oh I got a bit carried away with myself here I've sort of gone in for one thing and 
you know, doing a total renovation now, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I tend to do. Um, and, yeah, so I sort of asked Kim what her thoughts were. She mm-hmm. she checked my um, my muscles, so she got me to sort of do a little semi-sit-up and, and put my legs up and, and she had told me that my stomach muscles were actually coming out sort of the top of my stomach and that no amount of exercise would have changed that. So I was like, oh, I'm glad I know that at, you know, 52. I've only tried F45, Pilates, yeah. dieting, you name it. Um, but, yeah, I sort of said to her, what do you think I should do? Um, and she said it depends on what your end goal is. Mm. Um, and, you know, I was the only one to be able to make that decision. So... Yeah, I loved that there was no pressure to to do anything other than what I went in there for. But I spoke to a few girlfriends and said, "What do you think?" and and they were all for it. They're like, "You might as well just yeah go the whole hog, you know, do the one surgery." Was it a tough choice when you kind of made that final decision? Um, the final decision actually was. So I thought I'd log back into the portal, the um, the touch portal. Yeah. Because Kim showed me some before and afters during the consult of the whole tummy as well. And I sort of, you know, it's not a small incision. So yeah. I was curious as to how it looks over time and how it sort of fades. And um, so I thought I'll go and have another look at some before and afters and see, you know, see if that'll help me make up my mind. Yeah. And I was fumbling around the website and couldn't quite find what Kim showed me in her rooms. And then some photos popped up and I kind of cringed and thought and in my head was like oh that poor chick and then I've looked and gone oh my god that's me (laughs) (laughs) right okay I'm definitely getting this done so that was that was like the moment like the moment of like seeing yourself standing there warts and all um, and you it's know. N- and it's not a flattering. It's not flattering. It's not flattering lighting. It's not flattering underwear. It's really yeah up against it. But it was good. It was like this is how you're looking, and you can do something about it. And I actually yeah. didn't realise that you could get your muscles repaired and all yeah. of that. So I've just you know for over thirty years, I've just um, you know cracked on and yeah. Um, but very very happy that I made the. It's crazy. And I was just talking to my my boyfriend's a twin, and I was just talking to his mum about it, whatever, because I'm trying to like, explain my job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I would say the vast majority of our patients are mums who are coming to get muscle repair. Yeah. Um, and it's more than just looks right; like it's like core strength and all these other things. And she was like, "Oh, yeah, I definitely had that after the twins, but yeah. it, it's just like nobody talks about it, yeah, so you'd you have just no idea." Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you have children, right? Yes. And so, so that's where the kind of muscle separation has come from? Well, no, the muscle school. separation came from the surgery when I was 20. So yeah, I was right. basically sliced right down the centre. Yeah. So all my muscles were cut. And then I've had two children. I've had two Caesars. I've yeah. had the ileostomy on the left side. Um, and then, yeah, the sort of the catalyst for going to... Um, have the appointment about the breast reduction was I've got frozen shoulders. <laughs> I sound like I'm God. <laughs> Put you in a bubble. Boring. <laughs> oh my God. So yes, been dealing with the frozen what's, shoulders. What's frozen shoulders? So it's it's where the it's called adhesive capsulitis. That's so where the yeah. sho- shoulder capsule, um, the shoulder joint, and the capsule that sits over it sort of gets mm. stuck. And it's a very common in women forty to sixty. Another one of those lovely things oh. that you get as you get older. Um, bit of a random but common 
problem that a lot of women have and it can take a year to two years to fix it. Like it will eventually go away but it's just right. been annoying. So I first yep. noticed it because I can't, I haven't been able to um, do up my bra, like put my arm behind my... Oh, so I've right. had to sort of put on bras at the front Onto and the then like twirl them around. And the change rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 got you. And when you've got big breasts, you know, yeah. and you've got limited strength in your shoulders, it was, you know, pretty... Um, Difficult earlier in the year, and I had my mum and my uh, girlfriend of mine both said to me on the same day, I don't mean to be rude, but do you think <laughs> the size of your breasts have got something to do with your shoulder problems? So I was seeing a physio at the time who was a male yeah. mm-hmm. and a dad at the school, and I said, and my mum said, you know, why don't you ask Rich? And yeah. I said, oh my God, how awkward. Like, yeah. And my actually my girlfriend said, well, you don't have to say the words. Just say you're thinking of having a reduction would could the, the size of your breasts or the weight mm. contribute to the problem? So I went in there and said exactly that and he just looked at me blankly. He's like had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> so then I had to actually spell it out and then it was this very awkward, oh, right, oh, okay, yeah, sorry, uh, yes, uh, no, absolutely. So that was sort of, okay, it's, yeah. it's all meant to happen. Like if I don't do it now, yeah. you know, I'm... I figure I'm halfway through my life. I'm going to get to over 100. So I need to sort of do the little renovation to see me through the second half of my life. I think that's a very, very good excuse. I can't believe how many things just kept coming in a row. So when you um, had that surgery for Ukraine, and obviously uh, doctors for the most part don't really care about scars. um, So I'm sure they weren't. They were more concerned about your safety and your health. And keeping me alive at that time because it was pretty touch and go apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they do kind of like hack in there, yeah. understandably, and I, I support it. Um, did it. Did that impact you kind of having kids later or like all those scars? Did they kind of restrict you in any way? Has your body kind of changed or um, they just kind of kept adding on? I mean, I had a Caesar or two Caesars because they, they weren't sure what sort of scar tissue was inside me yeah, and right. they wouldn't really know until I was in labour and trying to – give birth so it was recommended that I just have a Caesar and not sort of risk Risk it it, um you know the scars have never really bothered me because it's just been part of me for so long that um um you know I learned to live with it it was sort of you know a bit of a story and I was lucky to be here um but in saying that it's it's very nice to have them sort of neatened up now yeah so the long incision that was the original surgery um is now like a harry potter scar so kim's made it into like a little lightning bolt yes which i've got a bit of an earring that's a lightning bolt now so so instead of it being you know that long it's about that long now oh wow Um, yeah just um, for the people listening, <laughs> I reckon that oh, yeah, from about like that long thirty to centimeters that long. to about what, like ten? Yeah, yeah, amazing. And it sits underneath my belly button, so wow. whereas previously it was sort of all the way up. Yeah. Um, now that my stomach's flat, I actually went walking this morning and took off my windshader and had like a crop top and yeah. leggings on for the first time, which amazing. is quite amazing. Caused some coincidence. <laughs> Everyone was honking. It no, was I was. I almost felt like I was, you know, stripping off and getting nude in the park. I felt quite ridiculous. <laughs> um, 
But, yeah, previously my scar would have been well above that waistline and yeah, now wow. it's well below. So, um, oh, fascinating. Yeah. So you've obviously had some pretty major and traumatic, by the sounds of it, surgeries. In the lead up to this, was there kind of like any concern or were you just like... Nothing. Shh, nothing. I was so excited. Um, yeah. I was so ready for it. Um, I'd been seeing lots of different... Um, professionals for my shoulders so that was mm-hmm. my biggest concern that Kim would say that while well, you've got because it was when I first met with her in March I think it was I just had um, frozen shoulder on the right hand side and then I ended up getting core design in that side in March and then it sort of transferred to the left side so then I got core design in that in <sighs> May yeah and so I was seeing a shoulder specialist and she was just trying to keep it sort of in a good place leading mm-hmm. up to the surgery. So I was trying acupuncture, naturopath, um, remedial massage, c- cupping, physio, uh, you right. name it. Um, and, yeah, so that was sort of my main concern. But when I was going in for the acupuncture, like just before surgery, the, my acupuncturist said, I've never known anyone more excited <laughs> going into <laughs> surgery before. And I said, I feel how excited I was before having babies. And yeah. she said, well... You know, I hate to tell you, but it's not going to be like that because, you know, with babies you've got hormones and all those, you know, that adrenaline that kicks in. Um, So I kept sort of waiting to start shitting myself Mm -hmm. and it just didn't happen. I was just so excited. Um, You know, I bought the new jammies and all the new toiletries and I was just ready, so ready for it. And I felt um, in good hands, like the whole team's been amazing and professional and friendly and... um, just relaxed and yeah, so there was no sort of um I don't know there were no yeah. moments where I thought what am I doing should I be doing this are there you know yeah what are the risks like when I had to um to authorize all the sort of potential risks on the portal mm. I just skimmed through all of that I'm like ah, I don't want to yeah, know yeah. all of that no, <laughs> that's not gonna happen yada, 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 yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, and I that's I think that does speak volumes considering the surgery, like you went and had a surgery you weren't intending on having, yeah. like when you first had that consult. So for you to still feel easy, breezy, beautiful, yeah. and when you've kind of gone from doing just upper half to your whole body, yeah. I think that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, did you have anything that kind of unexpected or surprising along the way or – like post surgery, yeah, maybe post. Um, so I mean, the surgery, it was yeah. I was in the um, theatre chatting to the anaesthetists, and next thing, yeah, they didn't. I didn't even get the the gas on me or anything. Yeah. Next thing, I'm in recovery. Yeah. Um, that all the hospital was great. It was like a bit of a holiday, just yeah. sitting around for a couple of nights and. Chatting. I, oh, I was on such a high. I was calling girlfriends and chatting <laughs> until eleven o'clock at night. So it was definitely like I'd had another baby in a weird way. Yeah. Um, back pain was the worst sort of pain mm-hmm. um, post surgery. That lasted ten days. Mm-hmm. Um, I got onto the Re Girls page and searched back, back pain and got the the tips to use the heat packs. Yeah, right. And they were fantastic. So it was nice and soothing. Isn't um, that crazy? Yeah. It's like <laughs> heat pack. Yeah. But in terms thing. of um, pain, like the breasts were nothing. Tummy was virtually nothing. Yeah. Um, my shoulders have been so much more painful than that whole yeah, surgery. Right. Yeah. 
they just distracted you the whole time. Yeah. So it was, yeah, the recovery's been amazing. Kind of before you had the frozen shoulder, had you ever considered having breast reduction yes. surgery? Yeah. So yeah. I, over the years, had been accumulating names of different surgeons, oh, okay. um, lots of males, and then a really dear girlfriend who's in the medical profession recommended Kim. Oh, okay. She knows a few people that have um, used Kim. Um, and my girlfriend's always on the money. So I yeah. was just like, no, I think, I think I'd prefer a female. And yeah. I felt very comfortable with her. Uh, and then I had a client who came in and was chatting about her daughter was just about to have surgery. And she said something about she. And I said, oh, who's your surgeon? And I just had, knew. I thought yeah. that's another sign. Like she's going to say it's Kim. Yeah. And so I was like, yep, I'm doing the right thing. So mm-hmm. normally I'm a real research queen and I mm-hmm. – um, yeah, do all my research and homework before I, um, you know, book a holiday or yep. buy anything. But I was just ready to crack on and it just felt right with Kim. So, oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, was everyone pretty supportive in your life? Very. Yeah. I was, I'm an open book. So I wasn't, um, you know, hiding what I was getting done. And um, everyone knew when I was going in for it. Um, which was also, we were like that, we um, went through IVF and I was also very open about that too and I find it's much better because people can be there for you, they can be supportive, they ring to wish you luck, yeah. you know, they bring in the flowers and the home-cooked fi- meals afterwards and all of that. So yeah. um, I didn't have anyone sort of say, why are you doing this or sort of questioning. Yeah. Um, not that I would have listened to them anyway. But. Yeah. <laughs> but that is really good because it can be really – I think a lot of our um, massive weight loss patients, they kind of suffer from that. Like yeah. when people say they just think they're taking like the easy way out and I th- um, we've had quite a few people, especially if they're having – you know, like they, they have weight loss surgery elsewhere. Right. Um, and then even come to see us get the loose skin. I, I think a very common is that people kind of have a crack at them for yeah. taking the easy way out as if you could do anything about – kilos of loose skin around your body um but and I mean obviously they're just not surrounding themselves with great people with the right people yeah but you can I it's like a really common feedback that we get yeah I'm on a um a little private group on Facebook the re-August girls and it's amazing like the women that are sharing their stories and their before and afters in every little gory detail of what's happening and yeah. um and just seeing some of these women and the journeys they've gone on and lot and the weight they've lost and yeah they've got the skin that no amount of exercise is going to fix yeah. um good on them yeah exactly yeah um has it been helpful having kind of people you can compare and contrast to or do you think you it's can be a bit distracting at times because you're not really like focused on your kind of recovery journey, like if you're comparing yourself to somebody else's? Um, I mean, s- you see that different people um, are recovering at a different rate and perhaps going through some more emotional side to it or, you know, um, they might have a few little issues or they're feeling like um, the results aren't quite what they thought straight away or um, the pain... Um, reaction to drugs like I sort of feel like I had a pretty good run um and I feel yeah very lucky that it was such a breeze and um but it's interesting it's interesting seeing how that it can go either way yeah yeah and like trying to prepare yourself before you go in to be like it might be I know everyone I've interviewed for like these podcasts everyone's just 
breezed through. I was like to the surgeons, I was like, can you guys send me someone who had like a bit of a rough time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to paint a realistic picture. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it was fine. It was great. Yeah. It was like a holiday. It was like the best surgery I've ever had. <laughs> I know. It, it, yeah, I sort of almost didn't want it to, to finish, to yeah. end. Like it was just such a lovely chapter. It was, you know, my husband took two weeks off work. Um, I took four weeks off work. Um, I had visits from girlfriends that I don't normally see very often. They'd come for a whole day and clean out my Tupperware drawers and repot plants and oh, bring lunch good. and bring mags. And yeah. so You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, those those pots that's um, just been recently. Yeah. Oh, crazy. That Tupperware drawer, normally yeah. spick and span. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was lovely, the, yeah. you know, the, receiving the kindness from, from loved yeah. ones around you and having the time to just sit on the phone for half an hour and chat. And yeah. Yeah, oh, so. it does sound good. <laughs> and it, yeah, my and my naturopath actually sort of said before going into surgery, she said, "Well, congratulations, you've, you know, it's so important that you've carved out time for yourself and that you're prioritising yourself." And I hadn't really thought about it like that. Yeah, you know that you're actually blocking out some time to do something that's important for you. And yeah, and I think that's very common. Like we have a lot of mum guilt, and like, yeah, they always talk about that on Regals where people are like, "Oh, I don't know," like you know, especially if they have younger kids and you know that you can't pick them up for like four yeah. weeks or whatever and you know and then people are like oh but like taking this time out for just me mm. you just feel so guilty um and I do think it is it is like you well you got to like put your own mask on first yeah to help others what advice do you have for other people who might be in similar situations to you who are thinking about, thinking about it um just have the consult have the chat get armed with the information yeah. and just do it like yeah do the nike thing just yeah, do it i yeah. mean it's your life if you're not comfortable with how you're looking and, and it's affecting your health or your movement or um you know you can do something about it so yeah. absolutely just armed with information i think it's very good yeah i'm gonna steal that <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to add no, I've anything. just I've had it's been an amazing experience and I'm excited about summer. I'm excited about wearing, you know, strapless dresses and shoestring strap dresses. Um I work in fashion, I've got a fashion agency, so yeah. clothing um, you know, is important to me. I love I love frocks. Um and the last sell that I had I was able to fit into all the samples and try things on for clients, which I haven't been able to do oh, in so years. Good. So it was like, oh, Oh, I can you know take my pick out of wearing all of these dresses. So can I say every time I seen you, you have looked immaculate. Yeah. So that very much checks out. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Thank you. I did have to get helped into the into the jackets and so forth because yeah. of the stinky shoulders, but that's okay. That'll that'll be gone by the next cell. But and it's always nice to have somebody just like putting the clothes on for you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like please. Yes. Jacket. Exactly. <laughs> and I did go for my first proper um, – went to David Jones yesterday and tried on bras for two hours because some girlfriends gave me a voucher and that was exciting, seeing yeah. all the beautiful, you know, sexy, lacy, um, seamless, half-cup, all sorts of gorgeous yeah. um, bras. So um, – In yes. your reach now. I know I was talking to somebody else and she was saying how much because I've just never had breasts in my life. Uh, I once to Kim, I think I was watching her and she – like went into surgery and she had had um she'd cut like 400 grams off like one breast yeah and I was like that's crazy like I like you know that's probably all my like all of mine and she was like 
yours isn't even. And I was like, oh, oh thanks for that. No worries. <laughs> Got it. But like, so I just, you know, I've like never bought brows or anything. Like, yeah. just never anything I've thought about. And talking to somebody, she was like, oh, you know, and like, it's just like every bra costs like $300 yeah. or whatever. And well, I was like, oh yeah. my God, there's a whole other life happening out there. Yeah. That you have no idea about. That was me pre this. I think the last two bras I bought cost almost $500. <gasps> Oh, um, and then yesterday, yeah, I mean, you can go to Kmart and spend yeah. $7 on a bra, but yeah. I thought I've spent all this money on the surgery. I need yeah. to get some nice lingerie. Put in some nice But yeah, I had over a kilo off both of mine. Wow. Like each a kilo. And what size were you and what size did you go to? Um, so I was, I think, a double G. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm sort of between a C and a D now. Wow, yeah. nice. Yeah, so, yeah. Very exciting. A, a nice handful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. as they say. <laughs> if you liked this episode of Keeping It Real, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, why don't you have a flick through our past episodes? We'd love to hear your requests for future topics. So send your suggestions through to us on IG at Replastic Surgery. That's all for today. And we'll catch you next time for another peek into the world of plastic surgery.